This is the first time in my life I'm glad I'm deaf. I can't use the boom. Welcome to the Black Irish Podcast. Episode of the Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Mike Crawford. How you doing, sir? I'm good, Brendo. How you doing this week, man? Good, man. Bill Cosby escaped from jail, so that's pretty exciting. Escape? Yeah. Would you say? Would you call that an escape? I think they let him walk out the front door. Uh, it feels like he escaped. <laughs> <laughs> Free Bill. Oh man. So what should he? What should his first audition be for? When he gets out, Bill ain't auditioning. Bill's gonna have the lowest profile. You think OJ's profile was low when he came home? Yeah, Way but OJ couldn't help home. it. He came back. He had to get the spotlight again. Bill's never gonna get the spotlight, man. He's gonna enjoy his pudding pop money and gonna kick his feet up somewhere. You sure? Because he what? paid all those people off and still have plenty. See, that's that's the difference between a lot of people that get caught up in these cases and Bill Cosby. Everybody ain't got Bill Cosby money to pay people and he's still pretty filthy rich. Yeah. Ain't nobody talking about nobody coming to try to get no money back from Bill. He owe anybody. No, who I owe? Pay. God. <laughs> that like that. It's a different type of money. All right. So Bill's good. He's going to go find himself a cut, a corner somewhere and he's going to sit down and you will not hear from Bill. Do you think that he'll play himself in his biopic? <laughs> that would be that would be dope, right? <laughs> Dude, getting paid old, so he could definitely do it. Getting paid again to be <laughs> yourself in a jacked up sort. Dude, I'm telling you, that, that's a good. That's a good. Hey, that would be a good come up. He's at least going to write it, so he's going to get paid for. Well, that. he's going to at least have his version. <laughs> <laughs> but if he if he signs on to be a part of it, maybe he can control the narrative somewhat. You know, hey, I don't know. What would they? Oh man, what would they call the Bill Cosby biopic? What they call that? <laughs> oh, Jello, you're asleep again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Bill Cosby biopic. <laughs> Hucks to be you. you. <laughs> oh. Well, on a lighter note, uh, I did get a fountain drink for the first time in over a year by myself for lack of what other soda. What? What do you mean? You said fountain drink. Bro, I'm in California. So, what does that, that mean? That means that all of our crazy restrictions were, you couldn't get your own fountain drink up until like a couple weeks ago. For real? Yeah, when they like Wait. officially released everything. I mean, it's obviously like, uh, you know, business to business, whatever. Like, it's up to them whether they do it or not. And I think, yeah. honestly, they probably are just like, yeah, no, it's, you know, it's almost like remote working from home. Like, it's way easier if we don't let everybody do their own fountain drinks because we save money on the syrup and the soda and the blah, 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 blah. So we'll just give it to them. But that was kind of an exciting little, oh, yeah, I forgot. I haven't done this in a long time. So where'd you go? Uh, I went to a Pokeball place. Oh, no, I just wanted to ask about the fountain drinks. I want to know if everybody transitioning to, like, the one machine where you just push the screen and get all the, any soda you want. I really don't like those. I really have an issue what? with those. Yep. What? What do you mean? What? what? That is the best thing ever. It's not. How? How? You're contaminating my flavors. You're telling me that somebody does cherry coke, and if I do Sprite right after it, it's going to be only Sprite? No, there's going to be residual garbage in there. I don't want it. No, they come out of different spouts. Hey, bro, do you really? Okay. No, 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 no. How many spouts can they have in that tiny a little spout. thing? They have a spout for everything. So the, they have impossible. a spout for every soda, no, and then no. they have a spout for every flavor. 
What are you talking about? And there's a thing in there that I rotates know. Okay, it but in the, in the original screen, <laughs> hang on, hang on, let's break this down. So in the original screen, you know, I get it. You can hit Coke, and then from there, it's vanilla Coke, cherry Coke, blah, 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 blah. Yes. But it's like Coke, Pepsi, Sprite, or usually it's one or the other, but Sprite, whatever. But you're telling me, how many of those are on there? How many different brands of soda are on there? However many different brands of soda. So there's Sprite, but Coke, there, let's say tea, there's Let's lemonade. say there's 10. Let's say there's 10. Is there on average about 10, you would say? Yes. Okay. So that's 10 little nozzles, mm-hmm. right? Then you and have then all the flavors. Flavor. Vanilla, blueberry, but, and Sprite has different alternate flavors than Coke, than Fanta. But, but, they don't, but it doesn't mix until it... So there are little things that hang out the end I of the bag. I understand that. Bro. I'm still trying to get the right. quantity of the tubes here. If you have 10 of those original, then you have, what, 20 yeah. flavors? Dude, the nozzle is only the size of a silver dollar piece. Like, it's not that big. They have to be cross-mixing flavors. They have to no. be. No, bro, it spins on a thing, and it the, the tip of it drops into the thing, and then it squirts out into your cup, and then it'll lift out and spin, and then another one will drop Oh, in see, and that spin, makes way more sense. It... <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like, the original regular, you know... Like mix it up fountain stuff. They just got no, little. No, I, I would assume is, that the tubes were very stuff. much smaller, but this is that makes stuff, more bro. sense. I've seen the inside of one of those. There's a lot of bags of soda. Just a lot of bags, bags of soda. Yeah, that makes me want to get it more. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're in bags. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's what a fountain drink is. Yeah, I still don't trust them. I don't trust them. No, I don't care for it. There's still it's still coming out of the same cylinder which my eyes don't trust. So no, that's the greatest thing ever invented. You can literally go up there and put twelve sodas in your cup. All different stuff. That's ridiculous what? though. That's I can put four different strawberry sodas. I can do strawberry Fanta, strawberry Sprite, strawberry ginger ale, and strawberry lemonade all in one cup. Yeah, that like, sounds disgusting. That sounds Grow like up. It, it is amazing. <laughs> Bro, every now and then I have a soda. I drink more juice than soda. I don't really drink soda. But when I have found one of those machines, I get soda. And yes, I turn into a kid. So be it. But you just drink Sprite. Sprite what is you... not soda, man. What? Oh. <laughs> okay, so what soda do you get at these magical fountains? I told you, I get strawberry and everything. Oh, you mix? That is your drink? Not exactly, because I don't usually get lemonade. I might do three. I was going to say, lemonade seems like it would kill all the carbonation. It would, but that's the whole point. It kind of levels it off, man. So, you know. All right. Hey, I can appreciate that. Do you like cherry limeade? No. Good. So, you're a regular human. Good. Mm -hmm. Anybody that likes cherry limeade also probably likes SoCo and therefore should not be trusted. (laughs) What is SoCo? The liquor? The alcohol that tastes <laughs> no. like, or it's just Southern like comfort. Yeah, it's like syrup, bro. <laughs> oh, bro, that's like that's, that's, that's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, it's like cherry limeade. It's disgusting. I'm not even trying cherry limeade. Good. So I'm agree with you. Good. It's it's overrated and it sucks. You know what else sucks? <laughs> Sioux Plantation. I'm glad they're out of business. Let's just continue to crap on people. <laughs> This feels good. Oh, I feel like I'm exercising my demons right now. Bro, why you want to crap on people? And who is Sloop Plantation? Why do they got to have Plantation in their name, first of all? Well, they shut so it down, Mike. Like, we shut it down, that, finally. There you go, bro. Sloop Plantation, shut, down, shut it down. Shut, I never shut, liked shut that place down, from the beginning. Why you didn't like them, though? Because all they, they had was suck. soup and wet salad. Like, you know, you know the kind of salad that you look at it and it's wet? And you're like, what the fuck is this? You can't have wet salad. Yeah, like Sizzler. Not before you put the Drizzler. Sizzler, wet salad. You know, like you don't Sizzler? want that Sizzler salad. <laughs> Bro, do you know how long it's been? Since, like I was a kid the last time I seen a Sizzler. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even remember that they had wet salad. I'm glad you do. Uh, but you know the <laughs> restaurants I'm talking about? That just like you're like, bro, why do you even have that? <laughs> You can't give me a wet salad. I'll give it back to you. I know. Well, I don't even want to eat at the restaurants with wet salad. You know who has great salad, though? Who? Olive Garden. Uh, See, I knew you were going to like Olive Garden salad. The salad dressing is the bomb. Just got to get that dressing. Salad is the bomb. Salad is the bomb. Actually, you can romaine, lettuce, croutons, cheese, and olives. 
It's the dressing. No, 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 no. It's the salad. But I've been to Olive Garden on multiple occasions and just ate super salad, bro. Like, it's that good. Yeah, salad and breadsticks, bro. It's like uh, $5.99 or something. That's always... <laughs> that's what we used to do as kids. We used to go to Olive Garden. Like, the two people... Like, one would have a job, or, like, the other one is parents gave money, and then everybody else at the table would just eat salad and breadsticks. So the bill would be, like, 40 bucks with six people. Everybody gets water. You know. That was our way of going out. That was, I mean, but that was creative, though. That was smart. You know? And then it's like, oh, it's yeah, you can have a little piece of money. Everybody spend $6 at Wendy's. Yeah. The other, the people that would get... You know, sometimes the like the servers be cool about it because usually also when they would have like the never ending pasta bowls, it's like one person orders that, everybody else gets this the <laughs> salad and breadsticks, and the waiter's either cool and is like, I know what you guys are doing, or they're like, Nope, pasta's only for this person. You're like, You weren't getting a good tip anyway, so now you're just not getting one. <laughs> we don't have money, we're broke. <laughs> You know, the moment you leave, I don't care who you say is only for, the moment you leave, he's going to give us some pasta. So, Yeah, exactly. So that was our little oh, little trick to the game. You know, that was our carpool uh, restaurant situation. We had one driver and a bunch of passengers. You didn't dine and dash. No, I've never done that. I could, like, Good job. I've never done that. There's been a couple of times where I think I've probably done it on accident. Maybe once or twice. <laughs> like, leave and be like, did you pay? Oh, well, I'm not going back in. Like, I'm sure that's happened. But, no, I've never dined Dash. Do you do that? No, I don't do that. I've done it. Yeah. I'm a I, kid for the project, bro. I've done a lot of stuff. You probably never done in your life. I've had friends that have done it. And, like, I've put down money for my meal <laughs> and left. But I'm, I'm always going to pay for my meal. Like, I just no, ain't. I've had it. I've had it one night where the restaurant ended up charging somebody for our meal. And we we, we didn't even leave. <laughs> <laughs> we were outside. <laughs> and so the restaurant ended up charging, I guess, two of my homies were, were leaving, so they went to pay for their meal. And the restaurant charged those two dudes the whole table. <laughs> so when we went back inside, we were like, what's up? They were like, oh, it's already been paid for. Like, what? Okay. Nice. <laughs> We're out of here. Or oh, round two. Come and find out. He told us that like next Monday at work. Man, they charged me for your food. Like what? <laughs> Did you pull the? Well, they charged us too, so I don't know, man. I don't know what happened, man. What <laughs> you mean they charged you? What you want to look at my card, bro? Like they charged me for my food. Pay attention to your receipt, bro. Pay attention to your receipt, bro. Don't just be signing stuff. I had a buddy that used to, uh, he was a server, and he used to put, like, the, uh, you know, if you have a party over 6, 8, 10, whatever, it's automatic gratuities included. Yeah. He would just do that. And if somebody caught it, be like, oh, that's just how it comes up on the receipts or whatever, and then that would be his tip. But if nobody looked and they didn't catch it, he's got double tipped all the time. Because <laughs> they would just sign the check, leave a tip, and yeah. then he got double tipped. Well, now you have to pay for a COVID cleanup, so people looking at checks now. Yeah, well, he's not a waiter anymore, so I think he he skated out the Mm -hmm. game just fine. (laughs) Extra $10 just to sit in your restaurant. Yeah. You know, (laughs) why did restaurants have, like, motivational signs above the urinals and stuff? (laughs) Why? Motivational, like... Like, not even motivational, but like, live, laugh, love. All right, Kevin Hart. You have to be with me everywhere? No. And why don't they have those if for I, women? If I saw that above my toilet, I wouldn't use it. That's first. Well, first of all, if you're in a restaurant it's there, you don't have a choice. No, nah, I'd go to another one. All, it can't be above all the toilets. Like, they usually do every other or something. They skip it. But like even at the even at like homes a residential home like above the toilet there's usually something there, right? That's only for men. Somebody's home, I can't control it. Yeah, but that's only for men. For men, women don't pee standing up, Mike. Oh, I didn't think about that. (laughs) Like, but they can read it before they pee. 
Oh, and yeah, because that's what women are doing. Pre- and then when they get into position. No, no, no. What they need. You say that, look, that makes perfect sense. I'm just saying me. what I think. I'm not saying get rid of those signs, even though I think they're dumb. I like what, you know, like Buffalo Wild Wings does a, in, you know, recess a television that's always on ESPN in there. I like that. But you could also put like a mirror across from the commode when you're doing your business. That way women can look at the sign, albeit it'll be backwards, but come on, you know what it says. And number two, <laughs> they can do their makeup if they want a little refresh. But here's the thing. Duplicative purposes. Usually women are the ones who decorate. So do you think they even think about that when they're putting Maybe that's why there? maybe that's why they're always mounted right there. It's like, pay attention to this one, dummy. I put it right <laughs> where you're at all the time. Try not to pee on it. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Just yeah. think it's odd, man. Now I'm gonna delve deeper into that in my mind. Speaking I'm of which Do you have a nickname for I'm your wiener? What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> if I did have a nickname for my winner, I would not feel comfortable talking to you about it oh, on a podcast that other people are going to see or in private, FYI, just for anybody who does see this. So that's just, that's just for special ladies, special ladies only. You don't have to tell me what it is, but do you have one? Yes or no? No, no, I don't have one. But if I did, that would be a very uncomfortable conversation to have with another man. That's pretty, like, I'm not going to say the word, but you know the word I'm thinking. I'm glad you asked, Mike. Mine, Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. (laughs) (laughs) If you know, you know. I have no clue who that is or what that means, and that sounds pretty weird. Oh, but, you know what else is weird? Last night I I'm used my dog as a silencer for my fart. Because <laughs> I knew it was going to be a big, bad ripper. And it's like, dude, it's like midnight. I don't want to wake up my old lady. And my dog was just like right there curled up by my butt. And I'm like, man, I should really roll over and do this. But I was like, dude, he'll muffle the sound. So I let it go. Turns out. Dogs are not good fart silencers. <laughs> it just pisses them off and wakes them up. Oh, man. Yo, and it probably stank. Well, it was under the cover, so if it did, it stunk like the next time I moved. <laughs> oh, man, those are the worst. <laughs> those are the only kind I have is the worst ones. Psst, that's disgusting, brother. I know. I'm you, sorry. You need to do better. All right. Well, I would never you eat. Send my bad one. I would never eat my dog. But I would eat others' dogs. Would you? If you, you had eat to? Dog? Me? If, yeah, like if you, if you had like to. That's disgusting. That's absolutely disgusting. Okay, if you had to, if, no, no, if no. that was the only meat on the planet, would you be vegan? I would be a vegan. You would? Yes. Mm, all right. I wouldn't eat, I would never eat dog meat. What? Would you eat a cat? No. Would you eat a lizard? I can't eat anything that's pet. A lizard. No, that's pet. Fish? I don't eat fish now. Uh, Okay, if there was only fish, no land mammals. And the ones that are pets, I wouldn't eat. Like, ain't nobody got no tuna as a pet. Yeah, I guess that's true. You can have crabs as pets, lobsters, frogs. Frogs, big time. I don't don't eat frogs. Frogs, that's a French thing, but... It's, uh, and I don't really eat crabs. I eat shrimp and crab legs. So you can still have the crab keep them alive. <laughs> them alive. Oh, um, man. Do you like the... Uh, gosh, I don't want to ruin it. Um, but they're indigenous people of the United States and what they used to do, they would... you know, I'm sure a ton of people used to do it back in war and stuff, but they would dig a ditch for the prisoners and they would just cut off limbs and cannibalize. Like, they would eat them but they would only eat sections of them to keep them alive for longer. Oh, awful, awful stuff. Bro, why would you bring that up right now? Because it was kind of apropos. All right, fine. Would you eat a penguin? Penguins are pets. No. I why? A penguin. Like, what would it be penguin? Like, that's probably all fat. Like, ugh, penguin. That's, that's just. That oh, just I bet that's. Right. I bet penguins are delicious, bro. Sorry, I, Jess. That doesn't sound right. I'm just saying, like, okay, out of all the the animals that we don't eat, 
what would you be the most comfortable eating if all the ones that, you know, like everything went away except for all the stuff that you don't normally eat? What's something that's on the, like, ah, why would you ever eat that? Like a zebra. Would you eat a zebra if you had to? I don't know. That sounds weird, too. I know so it sounds weird, Mike, eat. but it's food. Stuff that we don't usually eat that, yeah. I don't know. Um, you wouldn't eat lizards. You wouldn't eat fish. You wouldn't eat dogs or cats. Mm. Chickens or pets? You eat chicken all the time. Chicken? who got a chicken as a pet? Tons of people. No. <laughs> The future farmers of America. I'd eat like some lion or tiger, I guess. Okay, so, okay. I see where your head's at. So, you don't want to eat something that has no chance against you bare hands-wise. What? Well, I mean, a penguin, you would kill... I'm just talking about something that is close to the stuff that we already eat. Like, what's close to a horse? A zebra. A tiger... I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. A zebra is the closest thing to a horse, which people have as pets, but is not no, a we pet. We don't eat horse. Why do I even say horse? We not do horse. eat horse. Cow. I don't eat no dang horse. I know you don't, but people do. Nobody I know eats horse, Brendan. <laughs> Nobody eats horse. Right. Nobody eats you... these wild things. Like, people eat pig, so I couldn't say anything like a pig. Okay. What about a boar? <laughs> a hairy pig. Would you shave it and eat it? A bull. People don't eat bull. I'll eat bull. That's a All right. Cow, okay. So there we go. Mike's going to eat something. He's not going to die in the desert of nothing. There you go. Bull. How would you have your bull prepared? Barbecue? It's going to be well done, sir. Yes. I know, but barbecue stuff, just slathered in over sauce. Open fire. Over open fire, like roasted, like a pig. Oh, okay. All right. Damn, that's uh, that's a lot of meat. All right. All right. We got you to eat, we got you to eat bull. Nose to tail, right? No waste. Yeah, what? Nose to tail, no waste. Rocky Mountain oysters yeah, no, and all. No, I don't want to do no waste. What do you mean? <laughs> no, no, no. That's you no know, balls is going away. <laughs> stomach is going away. I don't want nothing that's disgusting. No, no, no. I just want to eat the meat, Paul. Uh, <laughs> uh, skin it pretty good, so I can do something with the fur. All right, fine. Well, what about something else that you're not going to eat? Um, I ate a delicious ice cream cake over the weekend. Did you know that? I was playing a very dangerous game with myself where it was my son's birthday, and, you know, I was like, all right, we're going to go. Oh, yeah. And we're going to do ice cream cake. We're going to go all out. But I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to do cheat day, too. I'm going to go crazy with them. So we get this ice cream cake. It says the servings is two to four. So that's two. Baskin Robbins is telling me two things there. One is this is not supposed to be a sad cake. You can't get this if you're going to be by yourself. You have to enjoy it with somebody. No sad cakes here. I'm like, all right, I can appreciate that. Not a single serving. But then I also took it on as a challenge, Baskin Robbins. Are you telling me that one person can't eat? A serving of this by themselves? Like, don't challenge me, Baskin Robbins. So, long story short is I basically ended up eating everything. I ate three quarters of the ice cream cake. I ate another quart of ice cream. I had like four cupcakes, <laughs> bunch of bags of chips and stuff. I just went bananas. And by the way, a cupcake, a whole cupcake, which is how I consume them, should be the perfect bite. It should be the perfect bite, albeit a big bite, but it should be the perfect bite because technically you should have the proper ratio of cake to frosting if you consume the entire thing. No? What? It depends on where you you get the cupcake from, friends. A store-bought cupcake be piling that frosting on my head. These were homemade cupcakes by a friend, so they were... They were probably good. They were a normal cupcake size. They weren't like an overgrown whatever. They were, yeah, a, but at least, they were a child's at least the cupcake. cupcake. Two bites, Brendan. Like, respect the cupcake. It was a child's cupcake. And I wanted to test this theory. Because technically, 
like if you take two bites, one bite, maybe you get a little more cake, a little more frosting, you don't know. Maybe you take a, this third or whatever. If you eat the entire kid's cupcake, it should be the perfect ratio. It might probably is the perfect ratio, but in the future, make it two bites, bro. Don't be down here sucking down cupcakes at that type of rate. <laughs> I will heed your advice and slow down my cupcake or cupcake consumption. How about that? All right. Assalamu alaikum. What's uh so what's something that if it gets on you that you're like just you you're like do not I don't want to touch this. Like for me, glitter or bubbles. Like any of that shit touches me, I'm like, get it off me. I need it off now. I hate it. Spiders. The spider spiders, but that's a me. yeah, that's an insect though. Yeah, you yeah. I mean, like, there's certain thing. insects, dude. I'd rather have a spider on me than a cockroach. But a cockroach, oh, I'm no. like, oh. Oh no, cockroach can't kill you. If it's the wrong spider, it could. Whatever. At least, uh I'd I'd rather be Put dead lipstick. than gross. You ain't putting no lipstick on me. Nope, not happening, bro. Lipstick. Yes. You said stuff. Lipstick. If someone tried to put lipstick on me, it's a no. It could be my mama, my grandmama, rest her soul, my aunt, a girlfriend, a cousin. I don't not even on your hand? Not on my hand, not on my cheek, not yeah. on nothing. Now that you I mention it, lipstick on me. I, I don't like lipstick me. very much. It's my good for pictures. She's trying to kiss me when she got lipstick on. Yeah, that is a and bummer. Having to tell her like, nah, ma. And then you gotta wipe it off in front of them, make them feel bad. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't do it anymore. I just kiss her. Oh, that's good. All right, so lipstick. Yeah, that one sucks. I don't know. There's nothing else that's like you. You got weird about like things being sticky or anything like that, or you're cool about that. Super glue, man, because it feels like it's never coming off, bro. But that's, I mean, I'm pretty sure anybody who gets two fingers stuck together is going to feel weird. <laughs> How many times have you done that? I think you're with the wrong girls if they get stuck together. <laughs> no. uh, I don't know, man. I've probably stuck my finger together with super glue a couple times. Just, just being a kid, being fun. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, shit. Well,. There's plenty to uh, talk about in sports this week. So, all right. Let's start with this MLB thing. I want to run something past you for the, the pitcher <clears throat> stick em rule. See what you think about this. If they treated it like a challenge in the NFL, where you get two checks a game for the manager, and if, you, if they're clean both times, you don't get to check again for the rest of the game. Well, you can't make that a rule. You can't make that a known rule to say. It's but it's tough for, for the to relief pitchers and all that. Well, just the start. If you do it early, you get those two out of the way. He gonna come out in the dirt and then with the stuff. And That's what I'm burn you off for the rest of the game. Right. So, so this is. It, it was more that was a jumping off point to get to a punishment. So for me, a punishment would be if after the first two, if the pitcher's clean. Any time after that, you call for it and you are incorrect, the next batter is out. Automatically out. They do not get in a bat. Doesn't matter who it is. That batter in the lineup, it's considered, you know, like a fielder's choice. Like instead of an intentional walk, intentional out. And if it's the last okay. batter of the game, the first out of the next game. You start off with one out and your your second player up to bat. I like everything but the last part. Because then you could just move your pitcher to the one spot. Hmm. Yeah, and one game shouldn't affect the other, unless it's still in the same series. But if it's a different series, that part. But I like the rest of it. So why can't it be the last out? Because... We, or I guess it could be if it's the last I batter. mean, unless he brought it with him and he's hiding it in his pocket, yeah. if you think he got sticky stuff, you're going to call it after the first batter anyway. Like, you right. don't find it out on the third batter. Like, right. he's out there for a whole... Um, well, Unless not, it's a new pitcher. Unless it's a new pitcher. Well, even so, yeah. if, if it's a tight point in the game, you know, if there's runners on first and second, bottom of the ninth, and, you know, there's one out, 
the pitcher or the manager just to mess with the pitcher's rhythm, you'd be like, hey, go check him. But what? Yeah, but what I'm saying though, that would cost him his second out. That would be fine. He, he, that's on him to lose that out. But I'm just saying, like, it's still on the manager to ask for it. So if it, you know it's your last out, and this pitcher has already been out there, and he's the same pitcher that got the first two outs, will you think he pulled it out his ass? Like, well, you got no sticky stuff, so it'll be no need for you to call for it in that time anyway, right? That, on your last well, out. That leads me to what they could do just now is have an MLB official, Major League Baseball official, one in each bullpen, one in each dugout, before the pitcher goes out, check, 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 just like a referee does to a boxer, head on out there. If you can fucking Mm. figure out a way to sneak it by us now, good on you. Take the calls away from the manager. With all the camera angles that they have at games now, with all the technology, like if you pull out something from in your crotch or your belt line or wherever you're going to pull it, like someone's going to catch it on camera, bro. Yeah. Like you're not going to get away with it. But why don't they so, just have an official and then anytime a new pitcher no, comes in from the probably, bullpen, hey, just stand there. Hey, let me check you. Fucking go out there. It's this. Let me give you credit. You dropped two dope ideas tonight. The first one was a dope idea in reference to punishment. I like this idea in reference to let's just a way to f- avoid all the bull. And, and you just have someone check. It doesn't slow down know. the game. You don't have people yeah. interrupting their, you know, the pitcher's rhythm. You don't worry about what are the consequences going to be for all these yeah. managers. It's like you could just fix it immediately. And don't tell me yeah. you don't have enough money to employ somebody to check somebody's hat and belt. You don't even need to employ a new person because here you go. The umpire rotate positions anyway. So the umpire that is at first base and the umpires at third base can be standing at the dugout, whatever dugout the pitcher's coming out that inning. Check them, let them go out, and you go right back to third or first base. Very simple. And then and just have one person you in each. You need to propose that to the MLB. And then just have one person in each bullpen. And right before they trot out on the field, I got to check you. That's you it. You're them. done. Boom. We're in. That's it. And you got outfield runs already, so you're good on that too. I don't know, man. Very it seems way fixing. too simple. There's got to be a reason why all these high up people haven't thought of this solution yet. I don't know, man. Speaking of, I don't know what the freaking heck is up with Scotty Pippen, bro. I'm gonna let you tell me what's going on with Scotty. Scotty, it's just Scotty being Scotty. He's always been pretty opinionated, bro. He's always throw these random opinions out there. At one point, he said Jordan was better. I mean, LeBron was better than Jordan. And two days later, he walked it back. Like Scotty just wants some attention, and he's dropping a book. So that's what I'm saying. He's like the Farrah <laughs> Abraham of authors, dude. It's like, yeah, yo, do you know he came out with a book, and in the book, he said the the Tony Kukos decision was racist. Nope. Oh, that's in his book that he's dropping. That's no, no, no. I know it's in his book he's dropping, but that's like, <laughs> here's the thing is, is every, you know, I, I think it's a little unfortunate the way uh, Mr. Pippen is going about promoting his stuff. Because what a lot of people are like, man, he's just, he's going crazy. All he was doing is promoting this bourbon and popcorn. No, he has a book coming out, a memoir, quote unquote, coming out in the fall. <laughs> so he's getting, he's like, hey, it, PR reps are going, look. While you're doing your promo for the, this is small potatoes. We're just doing this to build up to the book. Get a get a flash in the pan. Do this thing, and some of it, I think, is genuine. Now, how high he's <laughs> ramping it up, I think, is a little aggressive. I think that his PR people need to tell him to turn tone it down a little <laughs> bit. We're not selling the book yet. We're still only trying to sell bourbon. You know, wait till I don't that believe comes. He up. actually wrote that in black and white, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand why he's upset about it, but, you know. The, it's like, nothing to be upset about, bro. He was having a good game. He had already hit a buzzer beater jump shot. That's it. In a previous game, and this wasn't to win the game. It was to tie the game, Scotty. It I know. It's, the, it was like, bro, he called a play. You ain't Michael Jordan. You're Scotty Pippen. You better stop acting like you were a one. You were a one. You were a good number one for that one season. You had a great season that almost resulted in MVP. We'll all give you that. But you're Scottie Pippen for a reason. It's Scottie Pippen's and it's Michael Jordan's. You ain't that, buddy. Stop it. 
Stop it. You never were that. You were some little dude from Arkansas that got lucky that they got teamed up with Michael Jordan. But, dude, like, let's stop it. I hate it. I hate I hate the narrative, man. I hate the narrative. I hate what he's doing to Phil by saying that. Because, I mean, no one's going to listen. Listen, Phil's coach, some of the greatest African-American basketball players, and they all love him. So we're not even going to address this race. But the fact yeah. that you actually went there. I guess you had to find a reason to vindicate it. Right. Of why you, who came up second place in MVP voting, didn't get the chance at the final shot. You know why? Because Phil probably knew your mental fortitude and knew you weren't built for that. Because you are a Robin, buddy. You were the <laughs> Batman. You never were Batman. At least Kukos came from a place where he was Batman. When he came from Yugoslavia, he was the best Yugoslavian basketball player. He was their Batman. So he was used to playing the Batman role. You had never done that before, but yeah, it's just it's unfortunate that you know, like, had he felt this way, all right. And why, why is it taking you three deck, two and a half <laughs> decades, bro? Oh, because now you have a book, and that's the thing that kind of I'm like, listen, dude, I get it, I get that you gotta you gotta PR however you can, but the fact that you know he's one of those guys that I don't appreciate. Their mentality in life. Their mentality in life is, well, I didn't get what I wanted, so I'm going to ruin it for everybody else. If I don't get what I want, nobody gets what they want. So basically what he's doing is, look, you're you're telling me that I wasn't good enough without Michael. Well, guess what? I'm going to ruin those 90s Chicago teams for you because I want to taint that memory. I don't want it to be as good for you since it's not as good for me. And it's like, bro, don't just pick up your ball and go home. Like, and then be upset that everybody else decided to play freeze tag instead. So now you want to come back and be mad? No, no, no. He, he, you decided he to go. Have balls. He doesn't have a set of corners. His wife has cheated on him multiple <laughs> times. And he just let her come home. Come on home, future. Come on home. Another NBA player. Come home. Like bro, that's why he write these books and make these made up stories. Like yo, because Scottie Pippen is soft as Q-tip cotton. Well, yeah, the other thing that I'm kind of curious with him about is, you know, since it has been 25 years, maybe that story wasn't that big of a deal, you know, 20 years ago, but sitting around with his homies or talking to media <laughs> or whatever, like the story, like one line gets added here, one line gets added there. 25 years later, he's on Dan Patrick's show going, oh, come on. He's talking to the camera. Phil's racist. This guy. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We thought you were selling bourbon. And he's like, no, no, no. Let me tell you why everything is ruined. Why everybody should feel the way that I feel. And you go, no, no, no. How about you just feel that way, Scotty? And now, unfortunately, everybody's going to think of him. Even if Phil was racist, even if Michael was rehearsing and talking to the camera, and this was a giant show that Scotty wasn't involved in, like... Don't be mad, bro. What's your problem? <laughs> Yo, it is so sad man, how people get, but people do anything for attention. That's, that's that's the weird thing. But, like, does he need the money for it? Because there's no yeah. way he's going to have a better selling book than whoever he's chasing. Well, he didn't get paid a lot, a lot of money in the NBA career, but I'm sure he made plenty off the field and being Scottie Pippen. That's and, kind of what I was thinking, like, I mean, unless he needs the money, like, why would you go so hard in the paint on this? Or is this his last stand? Like, look, I'm going to say my thing. I'm going to sell my book. I don't think and he's then... ever actually gave a reason why he thought it happened. I think this is his, his uh, this is what he's going to claim he's been sitting on for all these years. This is what he came up with. Yeah, well, you know what? Too late, buddy. That's the thing is, is After it's. all the other stuff, buddy, that's went down, and this is what you came up with. And this is what he's going to be remembered. Like, all of these, the new generation that didn't get to see the 90s Bulls, didn't get to see, like, wasn't excited to see your team get their ass whooped by Michael Jordan. Like, that was <laughs> that was part of the deal. Like, all of this yeah. new generation, these basketball fans, that's how they're going to remember Scottie Pippen. Oh, was that little bitch that was talking shit on the way out because he was sad? That's how they're going to remember Scottie Pippen, who was... The best two of the nineties. That sucks. Way to go, Scotty. Yeah. Legacy averted. <laughs> <laughs> oh Get man. Into himself. 
Oh, well, other uh, <clears throat> fantastic 90s hoopers. So did you see that Penny's bringing in Larry Brown to Memphis for college hoops to be his assistant? Yeah. Does that mean Memphis that is going to be really, really good in like two years? I mean, they were pretty good this year, but they lost the number one pick, so that's what happened with that. But, I mean, he's been recruiting well, but he they're a different type of coach. So that's going to be weird. Penny's a pump you up, pump you up. You fight, run through a brick wall for me, I run through the brick wall for you type of coach. Like Brown's a tear you down, then build you up type of coach. See, I wonder if, if, I mean, it may be the perfect yin-yang, you know. It may be like he's bringing in Larry Brown for the fundamentals. Like, listen, kid, does your right hand not work properly? Like, this is how you need to do it, and this is where you need to be. And then Penny's like, yeah, but once you get there, yeah, let's do this. You know, I don't know. We'll see. I thought it was a very we'll interesting. We'll see how it works as far as recruiting purposes because these are 18-year-old kids. I don't know if they want to come in here and have to deal with Larry Brown. That's true. I mean, Coach Allen Iverson, so. We'll see. It seems and that's like that's going to be the connection because Allen Iverson has his own game now, like like the Jordan Classic. There's an Iverson Classic, so if they can use that as a pipeline for some of the top college recruits to come through, I'm telling you, there was there is a very specific reason why that move was made, and I don't know what it is. I was hoping you would have some insight, but a lot of this man has to do with recruiting, bro. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I, that may be one where you know. Beginning of the tournament, the next few years, you just put a little, put a little cashish on uh, Memphis and see what happens. <laughs> I'm always looking for the big score. So, do you think this is a tainted championship? Would you consider this to be an asterisk championship in the NBA? No. After last night? No. Come on, man. Why? Really? Yeah, why? Because all the superstars get hurt. The playoffs is about the superstars, and they're all hurt. Literally all of them. Because Devin Booker is not literally superstar status yet. And Chris Paul is the, is a superstar, but I, don't, I wouldn't consider him the number one option on his own team. I guess he's technically a superstar. He, he is He is the fame. biggest star on his team, but he Chris Paul, I mean, I love him, but he's always going to be a 1B superstar. He's not a 1A. Yeah, exactly. He's always going to be the so, number one Player, so with all the one A's that yeah. are in the that have been hurt in this, so what? Asterisk, like nothing. This, you play who's in front of you. Um, I guess you're right. It's a weak championship, though. All right, so like if in so a, if I was if I was Trey Young, I would have all my eggs in this basket. Like I'm going, I'm going for everything I can do it for. Because the chances of me getting here again are slim to Yeah. Unless you get like, traded. Like, or when your free agent second contract comes up, then maybe. <laughs> maybe. Otherwise, this is the year that you can steal one, and no one can take it from you. So I'm with you on that. But Giannis went down. You can get to the finals, and then who you get? The Suns? It's pretty an even matchup. You can go steal Maybe the Clippers, but I don't know, I don't man. Know, it's going to be tough for the Clippers. It's going to be tough, but the fact that they're still hanging in has got to be a little scary. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I want them to do well. I'm a Paul George uh, apologist. He yeah. sold me years back in Indiana, and I've been sold ever since. So I I fight for him. So, see, so I, I wanted to see him. I liked better. him in Indiana as well. That's I keep fighting for him too. But I mean, that's a lot for somebody who hasn't been the the number one option to just you know put it on their back and go. Yeah, but he's always been the number one scoring option, which is. It's just that he lost some of his playmaking duties in Oklahoma City because he had Russ. Well, that's um, what I'm saying. It's been a while since that, that's been his Indiana. role. Yeah. But he plays in Clippers like what? They've been two years of Kawhi. Kawhi stayed injured, so he's had multiple games where he had to fill in that role. So I'm sure yeah, but not in the playoffs. I'm familiar with it. Yeah. That's, that's my point is he's not. he hasn't had to be the, the main man in the playoffs, which he's done pretty well. He's done pretty well so far. I mean, he's, you know, at times you look shaky and you're like, is he tired or is he just, he lost it? And then, you know, he'll catch back and come back. So we'll see. But I, I want to go back to Trey Young. I did, I text you over the course of the last week and I've done a 180 on Trey Young. Like, <laughs> hey, let's go, kid. Like, the, the confidence that he has and the fact that he's not scared 
I'm like, okay, you you officially have sold me because I want the guy that's not scared. You can't be scared to fail, man. I I want the guy that makes the last shot 80% of the time and is afraid to take it 0% of the time over the guy that makes it 85% of the time and has zero confidence about it going in. You know, like, yeah, I'll shoot it. We'll see what happens. I'll, I'll take the guy that wants the ball every single day. Yeah, Ben Simmons killed me with that this year. Now do you think it's his head? It's definitely his head. (laughs) Okay, because last time we talked Ben Simmons, you said you weren't sure. (laughs) He wouldn't shoot it at all. Yes, it's it's in his head. So, (laughs) with that, are you telling me that a Ben Simmons, C.J. McCollum straight-up trade wouldn't be just perfect for both teams. This is perfect. I've already presented it to everybody I know. That's the trade. Yeah. Except for I don't know if it works out dollar wise because of years in the league. I think McCullum's years of service are more, so his per year is salary up. is more. Because this is only Ben's second. I think that's McCullum's third. So I think Ben. I think Ben's making about twenty something a year, and I think McCullum makes about thirty. So. You have to find a way to make the money fit. I don't think you can do it straight up. So I think Philly would have to throw some. The Sixers else in don't have that room. I don't know if the Sixers have the extra body. No trade laws, NBA. They have the money. The money has to that you're trading has to be within a certain amount. And I don't think they fall within it. So I think you have to add some more. Or a draft Philly pick or something. Throw a draft pick in there to maybe a draft pick. I'm telling you, like, I don't, like, it seems like it would work out great for both teams. It's the perfect trade. It's literally the perfect trade. All right. Well, we need to talk more often because uh, we have not discussed this, and I've been thinking about it for a week. Yeah, it's the perfect trade, man. You put put a defensive player next to Dame. You can get Dame off the ball. Who facilitates, yeah. And that's what you want Ben Simmons to do is is do everything except for shoot. And you want Dame to just shoot. And defend. Yeah, and you have four other dudes that can shoot because Nurkic, even though he's not the greatest defender, he can shoot when he's in the game. And if you go small ball, Covington is a very good three-point shooter. You know what Melo do, certified. Damn. Is Melo going to play next year still? And Norman Powell, he's definitely going to play. And he's going to play for Trailblazers or the Lakers. So just keep shooters around Ben. He don't got to shoot. The thing about the Philly is – you put him out there, and everybody can't shoot. <clears throat> you got him out there with die ball, non-shooter. Danny Green having a bad series. And then you sit, instead, you stick C.J. McCollum in there, who's like, I'll take the ball. Take and then you pull shooting. people off of Embiid, and, the, and it just works. It mm-hmm. just works. And you have enough defenders because you already had three people make all defensive teams. So you can let one go and throw die ball right in the mix, and you don't lose a beat like Everybody that been guarded, let Die Ball guard him, or let Danny Green guard him. Like it's even it works for both teams. Like just move on. That's what I'm saying. Like we need to be uh, agents or brokers or something like that. Like this just it seems too easy. Or what uh, consultants? That's what we should be consultants. We well, be like look, guys. it comes down to these GMs and their pride. A lot of the time, they don't want to give up on situations because they're locked into this. They drafted them. That, that was their person. And they want to be like, yo, I want them to work on, out for me. Look, bro, Portland, you need to, you should have understood it two years ago. I don't understand even why you offer CJ that max deal, but you should have signed and traded them that year. You're not winning a championship with two six-foot guards. Just not happening in the NBA. Not gonna work. I don't care how good they can score. Well, they came off of watching. The they came off of watching. You know the Splash Brothers and all that bullshit. And they're like, yeah, 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 we can do that too. No, you can't. And by the, the way, Splash Brothers had a unicorn running. With and them. by the, the way, that didn't did work it, without him. Yeah, lucky. <laughs> Everybody keeps it, like it was this magnificent run by the. Let me explain the Golden State run to the world so you can understand it. The first championship when before they won seventy three games. They won the championship because when they got to the game, two, Kyrie and Kevin Love went down, and they still only won 4-2. That's how much LeBron was going to make that team struggle. With no Della, we, The world was out here praising Della Vadova. I know. That's how tough that series was with only one superstar. The next year down, they come down, they're up 3-1, they give up the lead, LeBron and Kyrie run through them. 
they weren't going to win any more chips without Kevin Durant. Let me promise you, it was over. The run was over, which is why it's over now is that Kevin Durant's gone. It's over. The run is over. There'll be a good team when Clay comes back. There'll be a playoff team. They'll make it look good when they end the playoffs. No more championships for Steph. The run is over. He's a good player. The run is over. You That's think it. Steph's staying in Golden State? Yeah, he's going to resign. You think so? Yeah. You don't think he doesn't see all the other writing on the wall? What writing on the wall? They think they got the team to do it. They think they're going to add a piece and make a run. Draymond is getting too old. I don't even need to waste time on Golden State. They're not going to. But the I whole thing is, is he wouldn't. He would be a fool to have put in all that work in Golden State and not get the big payoff. Because you, everybody's got to realize, Steph never had the supermax. Yeah. Because his last contract he signed, he was coming off the ankles, so he didn't get supermaxed. He didn't have all NBAs and stuff to get a super. So this is going to be his first supermax. He'd be a fool to turn down a supermax to go. He can't even. The Lakers can't even max him right now. They would have to literally do a sign and trade. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that this summer when they offer him the Supermax when the season's over, he's gonna sign it. Believe me. Listen. If he doesn't, he'd be a fool. Unless he wants to go back home to Charlotte. I mean, cause they could package up a lot of stuff to give to Golden State. And that's where he's from. But I don't believe it'd be a sign and trade for the Lakers. I believe because yeah. he know he ain't winning no more championships, so he just wanted to play comfortably at home because that's where he's from. They're from the Virginia, Charlotte area. So we'll see. I don't know, but I think they're going to resign him and give it a run with Clay. I think they think they're going to play unless they find. See, that's win. the problem. Is I think I, I I'm agreeing with you. I think that they think they're better than they are. I think they're pretty good, but like I said, I don't believe you can win it with two six foot guard, even though Clay's a legit six seven, unless they find a legit wing. Cause I think your boy is good. I think Wiseman's gonna be pretty good. Him and Draymond are gonna but they don't have a wing score. Like you need a legit wing in this league, man. I don't care. You need a legit wing. But if they go sign somebody, let's say they make a trade for like Siakam. They're back in championship contention. They're gonna make a. They find a way to package maybe Wiseman and somebody. Their draft pick this year for Siakam, and you got Clay, Steph, Siakam, and Green. But that's the point: that's is the, you still need somebody that, else. You still need another. Yeah, they piece. need another player though. Yeah, yeah. They can't do three. They need four players. They need yeah. a four piece. Most people going in with two now, maybe three. They need a four piece. Yeah, you either have to have. Two really strong ones, or mm-hmm. three like, like a Lakers. strong one and like a yeah exactly like the Lakers or you got to have, you know something where you have like uh, you know a Giannis and a Middleton but see Milwaukee's a, an anomaly they're not a good example actually no they wouldn't be they wouldn't be you a need a strong one and two bro. strong twos or two Next dynamic year, everyone ones. healthy you need at least three dynamic. I say two. I see. I think you need a one A and one B and one C. You can have if you got two one A's. The one the the third player can be like a two, or if you have a one A and two one Bs or two one Cs. I'm gonna call Kyrie and James one Cs, not one Bs, because they've never proven anything on their own. <laughs> but Kevin Durant's a legit one A. Like you need a team like that. Two good players and then one great or three really good players or four good players to be in contention next year. It's not going to be many teams that are championship contenders when they come next year. That's why this championship is going to be BS because there's not one superstar left in these players. Legit superstar now that Giannis went down yesterday. Yeah, Trey but if the Clippers come back and Kawhi's in the finals, game over. Then, I mean, they're, they're going to be predicted to win it. Yeah. but because he's the Put your money on the Clippers superstar. today. Put your money on the Clippers today to win the whole thing. Hey, yo, if you think they're going to do it, this will be a good time to put the money on. They're down 3-2. You're probably getting heck of, hella odds. I bet you're only getting like 7-1, 6-1. I mean, it's only four teams. Though, so you ain't going to get but 7-1. is pretty good. $700 off 100 bucks. Well, that was being generous. That's why I already started to walk it down because I'm like, there is only four teams. So we'll see. Mm. I don't know. You watching anything else right now besides sports? Um, the manifest. Manifest. You started watching that. Manifest. You told me about manifest. I don't be remembering stuff. Not me. I don't know. Oh, I'm asking. Oh, I thought because you said I started watching that. I thought that might have been something you told me about. 
<laughs> yeah, Manifest is pretty good. I, I stopped watching Startup. I got to finish. I thought you said you finished it. Or did I finish it? That's why I stopped watching it. You, fin- you said you finished Bro, it. I it was okay. Like, yeah, I finished Startup too. I mean, it was it was pretty good. I, you know, I don't know about all these series ending with like a make your own. Like, you figure yeah, out what that. happens Bro, next. Like, I'm like, that's not why yeah, I watch Bro, this. Like, it's kind of a cop out. Like, do y'all understand? This is a TV show. Yeah. And did they end? The, they ended the series, right? Like, they're not even gonna pick it back up. So that's it. I think right? so. I mean, maybe with if a ton of people watched it on Netflix, they might bring it back or something. But I think it was only meant to be three seasons. Or it it, hmm. it came out in 2018, so maybe it just it ran three seasons and season four is coming up. I mean, it was pretty hmm. decent. I have a question hmm. for you, though. All right. I hope that's not how they leave it. I hate I know. to do that. It's very, it's very cliffhanger-y. Not cliffhanger-y. It's just like, like it's very open-ended. After watching all that Sopranos, I'm mad how they ended. Like that's like it pissed me off. You, know? like, you did all that for that? Yeah. Well, th- it was one of those things where I don't think they could. They could never make even the majority happy with any ending. So they just were like, "Fuck it, let everybody else figure it out." <laughs> like they they painted themselves into a corner because they wrote such an incredible show. They're like, "How do we end it?" I'm like. I don't know. It has to be the greatest ending of all time. Can you do that? I can't do that. <laughs> so they're like, fuck it. Just nobody knows. <laughs> Doorknob or whatever the last thing was. Doorknob. So, hey, two things. In any opening scene of like a movie or television show, if they're showing a dad being a good dad to his kids, inevitably that person is either like the scientist who's making the bomb or the hacker or like it's the inadvertent person that makes all the chaos go, but they're not actually the evildoer. Like that's, that's forever going to be a thing. And also (laughs) when people are in movies or TV and they're both in the front seat of the car and one of them shoots the other one in the face, how come the bullet never comes out the window, but there's plenty of blood and brain matter on the, on the passenger driver's side window. Bullet never goes through. It depends. You are in the caliber. three feet away from, I mean, how dense of a noggin do you have to have for a bullet not to go through it at three feet away? I guess you're right, technically. I'm just saying that part. I know it's for dramatic effect. You get the blood splatter, but just saying, step up your game, man. We want real shit these days. Put me real in the scene. Shit. Let them know, Brendo. I've actually been watching uh, Loki on Disney+. Plus. It's actually a really good show. Never really watched the Avengers and stuff. I've seen a couple of them, like the superhero movies, but this one as a show by itself is actually pretty good. And then, let's see. Oh, uh, Dallas was watching the Don't Fuck With Cats thing on Netflix the other night. I don't know. I was kind of half asleep, heard like 10 minutes of it, and could basically tell you what the whole thing's about. Just a bunch of pretentious <laughs> assholes going like, first I thought it was this, then it was this. Okay, that's the whole show. It's boring. Um, and then, oh, have you ever watched Animal Kingdom? Animal Kingdom. On yeah, I know Animal Kingdom. The show with the family. The family, the surfer brothers, and all that kind yeah. of shit. Do you like that show? It was okay. It was okay. The first season was awesome. And then from there, it's it was like, it kind of leveled out as okay. But that's coming back. I'm excited to see what they're doing. Because they're kind of starting to actually advertise it like it's a big deal. So I'm like, oh, maybe they put some effort <laughs> into it this time. That'll be a... Uh, It'll be something to look forward to. It's on to. TNT, though, so that's like a... They, don't worry, they have money in it, bro. They, if it looks like that's because they want it to look like that. No, I know. It's TNT. They actually... Funny enough is I always used to think that TNT had crappy shows, but then I realized, like, their primetime dramas that they have. Like, they had some cop shows for a while that were, like, big deals, like Blue, Blue Bloods or something? I don't know. They had some, like, really big deal shows, so I'm like, oh, a few years ago, I'm like, let me check out this one that looks up my alley, see if it's actually decent, and... There you go. So catch up on Animal Kingdom, and new season's coming out soon. I'll be looking forward to that. And TNT always plays Shawshank Redemption. That's true. TNT, TBS, they're all affiliated. Thanks, Ted Turner. 
There you go. Listen to anybody new? Nope. Ain't really been listening to music because I've been in the house. It's hot as a bug outside. Yeah, it's been kind of hot over here too, but still getting loose, getting fresh. This week's uh, Spotify playlist, we're doing Fleetwood Mac, Marvin Gaye, and Leon Bridges. I threw him in at the last minute because he's got something coming out. He's got a new album coming out uh, at the end of July, and I really like him, and it kind of just goes with it. So I threw him in at the last minute. So check out Leon Bridges. Bridges. I'm going to check out Leon Bridges. You should. I'm going to send it to you so you actually do. There you go. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up for this week. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. We are at Black Irish Pod. Mike is at Black Irish Two One Three. I'm at Brendallis Seven. Check us out on YouTube, uh, anywhere you podcast, and I'm gonna leave you with this for the week. Pay attention when you're picking up dog poop and flip flops. That's it. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. Love y'all. Bam. <laughs>